0: You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast.
1: Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Sleep Cove Podcast can help you. Hi, I'm Christopher Fitton, the voice and clinical hypnotherapist behind Sleep Cove. Sleep Cove features sleep hypnosis, meditations and bedtime stories, all designed to help those of you who struggle at night to achieve a restful And peaceful night sleep. Search for Sleep Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds And see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night.
0: Now to start with, I I want you to take a moment and picture a spooky or haunted house. Got it in your mind? Now most people are probably imagining an old sort of dilapidated Victorian house. That's kind of the go-to image of of the spooky old haunted house. The the old Victorian uh, sort of in disrepair. You ever wonder why? I suspect it has something to do with the fact that the Victorian era, um, for all of the sort of pretense of sophistication and really the elaborate decoration, there were hidden dangers lurking everywhere. And so this is the true story of one of those hidden dangers this is the true and terrifying bone-chilling tale of the deadly wallpaper I feel like who art ed try to splice who art ed? We'll mr wood <laughs> art ed me either way it <laughs> it it works like i love. i know i thought it was a great start Welcome to Who Arted, the podcast where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood. And for this week's Fun Fact Friday, we're looking at a popular Victorian green and how the pigment inadvertently killed a number of people. In 1775, there was a Swedish chemist by the name of Carl Wilhelm Scheele. He came up with a new synthetic or artificial sort of chemical compound for a green pigment, a green color. It was called Scheele's Green, and it became extremely popular. And he made it uh, with copper arsenite. If you're hearing that term, copper arsenite, and you're thinking, hmm, that sounds kind of familiar. That sounds like something else. Where do I know that from? It's because copper arsenite was derived from arsenic the common poison and People in the Victorian era knew that arsenic was poison. They used it as a poison regularly to kill pests around the house and things like that. But they also used it regularly on all sorts of things. They used that copper arsenite pigment in their paints. Not just the paint on the outside of their houses, but on baby carriages. They used it in food coloring. People in the Victorian era used arsenic on all sorts of things, including... On cosmetics, they would dip their meat in arsenic to keep the flies away. They were poisoning themselves like 24-7. But in the Victorian era, like chemical compounds and synthetic materials, they were seen just as progress. They were not really seen as something to be skeptical of by by the population at large. So when Shields Green came out and it was this synthetic pigment that was derived in a lab, people said, sounds great. Let's put that on everything. Now, unfortunately, as history has taught us so many times, it often takes some experience of tragedy for people to rethink and reassess the dangers that are posed by things that seem bright, shiny, and fun. In this case, the wet blanket doctor that started to tell people the things they didn't want to hear was Dr. Orton. Now, Dr. Orton was a family physician who was investigating, trying to figure out what was going on with a family that was tormented by illness, an illness that actually took the lives of all four of the children. And in his desperation to figure out what was going on, he started looking through the entire household, carefully and meticulously cataloging everything that was in there. And he found that the living conditions seemed fine. The water was clean. The house was clean. But he did notice the bright green wallpaper. And what he came to find was that wallpaper colored with shields green, copper arsenite could actually release deadly vapors of arsenic That humid and damp, wet conditions can cause the arsenic to leach out in, in sort of a vapor. And even without that, sort of the arsenic can flake off of that. So even though they're not eating the wallpaper, they can still be poisoned by it. Of course, in any time, there are always people who take both sides of a controversy and there were a number of people artists like William Morris who said oh it's fine to have arsenic in these materials nobody's eaten the wallpaper and other people with common sense who said nah, maybe we don't need poison in our decorations Um, Ultimately, the anti-poisoning crowd seemed to have won out, as even William Morris did have to start using other pigments. Um, He still contended that arsenic was fine. As an artist myself, I've used a number of different uh, chemicals and compounds that might be acceptable in one context, but would not be acceptable or safe to use in every context. And you know, certain things we have to use to get certain pigments, cadmium in in some paints, or um, you know, lead used to be a common common ingredient in a lot of paints. I get it. You want to achieve a certain bright, bold hue. And Shield's green was a bright, bold, gorgeous green. People loved it. It was stylish. It was in fashion. It was killer wallpaper. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted? If you found this tolerable, please like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week in the show notes on Twitter at WoodArtEd and on the website whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.